quick, show you English like, to the silver. They're like, gotcha, you <laughs> bastards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well. We're on in three, and two, two, one. Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is... Andy! <laughs> uh, it's sunny out, so spirits are high. They are. And so are allergens. Yeah, I'm... Uh, my allergies come and go. Mostly, I think my allergies are dust. So really? It depends on, like, one, what I do at work. Yeah. And two, just winter, when your windows are closed for months at a time, mm-hmm. the apartment just kind of becomes like a allergy zone until I can open them in spring. Hmm. I get allergies. I take my one-a-day Allegra, and then I'm taking, like, Flonase and stuff like that. Really good information. <laughs> This is our Flonase episode, in case you're just joining us. This episode is sponsored by Flonase. Can't smell the snacks if you don't have a clean nose. Flonase. It goes in your nose, not in your mouth. Flonase. (laughs) Doctor, doctor about Flonase. Flonase may cause... I don't know. Whatever. Sorry. Okay. So, what the heck are we doing today? Besides the Flonase, we are also going to be eating (laughs) Polish food. Not just any Polish food. We're eating Polish food from Eva's... European sweets. Is it Eva's? Yes. So you asked? Uh, no, but Eva works there, oh. and Allison, who helped me out, said, "Hey, Eva," and I was like, just like writing it oh, down wow. in my brain. So now I can like I have like this secret knowledge because everyone I know that I work with they love going there, yeah. but they always call it Eva's. Well, guess what? They never listen. We need more listeners. They never heard a <laughs> "Hey, Eva." Yeah, they never heard a "Hey, Eva." But see now, uh, "Hey, Eva" sounds like a indie band from yeah. Or maybe like a, another B-side Beatles song, like Hey Jude. It's like the answer. Yeah. So in that situation, Eva would have been singing to Jude. Yeah, I think so. And then the response would be a song called Hey Eva mm-hmm. by Jude. Yeah. I wonder what he or maybe saying. a third party is kind of involved. Well. <laughs> One may never know. <laughs> um, we've got some really cool food. And really full disclosure, my mom knows that I'm a foodie. And I want to say for... Christmas, not last year, but the year before that, <laughs> I got a gift card to Eva's European Sweets right on Milton Avenue. Um, so I, I walked up there and I had a, a gift certificate and I just kind of had like the saddest eyes and I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and Allison, Allison was kind enough to just be like, okay, I know what we got to work with and uh you know we'll just kind of kind of get the best of the best you know i'm starting at a zero with get you some... <laughs> allison's like let's get like let's get some classics let's get some you know restaurant favorites mm. and then a couple little sweets cool so yeah it's funny because it's called european sweets yeah but uh we've got a whole table full of not sweets it could have been eva's european savory and sweets yeah you know it's too long right yeah so I'm excited just because I've only had Eva's at like a large like Christmas gathering oh. catered. Yeah. I've never had like an intimate Eva's. Yeah, and I think when you cater, I think the uh, it's a little different than yeah. when you're getting like small dishes, yeah. smaller dishes, so. Uh yeah. So I'd say without further ado, let's kind of get into it. You know what I mean? And I want to start off with with this here, because this is the most familiar thing to me, besides kind of your classic pierogi. So what is this? So what we're looking at is Hunter's Stew, also called Bigos. And mm-hmm. I'm probably not saying it right. And really, apologies to the whole gang at Eva's European Suites <laughs> listening. Um, if you're a longtime listener, you know that we don't say things right. And sometimes we have to consult like an AI thing mm-hmm. and be like, how do you say that? Big apologies. We're going to get through this together. That's it. <laughs> um, so... 
So it's described as actually let's let's kind of spoon it out a little bit and then and then we'll talk about it as we're eating it, right? I think that's the best way to do this. Mm. Mm. Get a little bread and butter for that. Here you want a little butter or a little bread? Mm. That beef is really good. Yes. So one of this is one of the dishes that I have had before mm-hmm. at a restaurant called Polonaise, which oh, it's kind of like a Eastern European specialty store. And they did they did have hunter stew, and they did also call it beagles. So, um, but it's is really heavy in my opinion. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. It's really heavy in terms of cabbage and um, sauerkraut. And well, that's kind of the cabbage. Oh yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sauerkraut and cabbage and sweet cabbage, and it's a tomato sauce. And then you kind of have like um, a mix of onions, mushroom, uh, kielbasa, you know, beef. I mean, really like kind of your. It, this is, is there a, ham in there? There's a little ham in there. Yeah, I just had a little piece Bacon? of Bacon? Oh my gosh. I mean, it's like, it's everything. It's everything you could want. It's everything you could hunt in the woods and then... Well, not really, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> like the hunter stew? Yeah. You're like, I caught me a bacon. <laughs> Shh, a pig. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is insane. But look right now, the pig is actually smoking something right now. And I'm wondering if it's going to... Oh my gosh, it's licking a salt block too. This is insane. I think we're going to be getting bacon just straight from the pig. Mm. So what are your thoughts on this, on this stew? It's very good. I'm not, I've had some bad stews in my life. And so I, I always just say I'm not a stew person. Mm-hmm. Like if someone's using the crock pot or something to make a stew. Mm-hmm. Man, this is so good. That meat is perfect. And the seasoning in here is great. And the sauerkraut. The flavors of the sauerkraut mix so well with everything else. Yeah, for Sometimes sure. Sometimes sauerkraut is so strong in flavor, kind of takes over whatever you're eating. But there's a nice even blend of sauerkraut and then all the other stuff. And this has certainly been, it's like very evident that it's been slow cooked. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something that's been probably traditionally just been sitting over the fire or whatever, you know. For hunters? Or is this by hunters? Or It's not like everything you caught for the day. I don't know. It could be. I caught myself a cabbage. So this is called... Huh. So there's other terms for it. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. People call it a perpetual stew. So it's a pot into which whatever one can find is placed and cooked. The pot is never or rarely emptied all the way, and ingredients and liquid are replenished as necessary. The I've heard con- of that before. The concept is a common element on, in descriptions of medieval inns. So maybe you've kind of gotten that from Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've heard of that, I think, in other cultures other than Poland. Oh, okay. Different types of stew that... I th- I feel like we've talked about it on the show before, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what episode. But yeah, you know, every day you have that s- that stew on the the fire or the stove or oven or whatever you're doing, and you're just continuing to reuse. Mm-hmm. I think even Wayne does that in some of his cooking when they've had like a like boil pots or something like that. You just kind of keep going. Yeah, it just kind of keeps keeps going from day to day. So a pre-prepared bigos was heated on a dish with a sealed lid, and when enough pressure had built up, the lid would erupt with a loud cheer and signify that the bigos was ready for consumption. Um, and it was taken on long journeys and for hunting. So this was taken hunting, not necessarily reaped while hunting. Like a thermos of stew? Yes. That actually sounds pretty good if you're out in the cold. Uh, so, I mean, it's very popular in Polish cuisines, uh, Belarusian and uh, Lithuanian. But the origin is Poland. Yum. It's so good. And the kielbasa in there is really good, too. That's just classic Polish to me. 
I don't know if I should say this or not, and please cut it out if you think it's absolutely inappropriate, but I'm not the, I'm not the biggest sauerkraut or cabbage fan. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I don't just eat straight sauerkraut. You don't just eat straight cabbage either? Yeah, no. Look at Peter Justin Tail. No, um, <laughs> look at Justin Cottontail. There yeah. we go. Peter but Justin I... Tail. No. <laughs> no, not at all. But I uh, I really love Reuben's, Reuben sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And I always make a, there's a Reuben casserole. I don't know if I've talked about it on here. But if you like Reuben sandwiches, making a Reuben casserole is like the best thing ever. It's just basically like the layering ingredients of a reuben just over and over again yeah you're just kind of layering it it's a pretty easy recipe like super easy and then you know you're like cutting up cubes of bread you know you have your dressing and your cheese and your sauerkraut and your corned beef so you, oh. you dip chips in it or you just eat it you just eat like it like a casserole yeah oh okay <laughs> uh, but yeah that's really really good i feel like it could have gone either way you know <laughs> yeah this is fantastic i would say we need to get into some other things because We've got a lot of other things to get into. Mm, that was really good. Thank you. Quite impressed, Eva. Yeah. You, you don't have to say it like that. <laughs> hey, Eva. Hey, Eva. B-Ghost was good. <laughs> We're excited to, to try the, the other things. foods. What? We really got to connect on that. <laughs> what was that? What did you say? <laughs> I said the rest of things. Oh, nice. The rest. Yeah. You can't just say things. You know what I mean? <laughs> You can. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's get into the other. Let's get into the other foods here, and um, I would say let's get into these. I think these would pair really well with the hunter's stew, the bigos. Mm. So what we're looking at now are the mushroom croquettes, and what are those? You might ask. It kind of looks like a piece of f- uh, fish, like fried haddock. Mm. It's definitely not. Probably. <laughs> here, there you go. There, there's two squares of something fried. It actually looks like it's folded over uh, in like a thin pastry shell mm-hmm. and then deep fried. And then there's a little bit of a, it kind of looks like a darker, maybe like a cream of mushroom soup or sauce that yes. kind of goes with it. And mm, it smells good. Um, yeah, I really don't know much about mushroom co- croquettes. But we should look up what a croquette is. Mm-hmm. It's not the thing with like the paddles the, that you hit the balls through the... The paddles? Like the... I mean, like the almost like a mallets, mallet. The mallets. mallets. The mallets with the balls and the it's not, metal arches. I, I don't think so because <laughs> how would we be eating that activity? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> eating an activity. <laughs> let's just yeah. Let's let's get eaten at them because we're not going to know until we. So I cut into this mm-hmm. and just knew it was going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so this almost almost has like a potato crepe sort of base. Would you mm-hmm. say? Not to scare you, Andy, but this kind of feels very like eggy. Yeah, crepes kind of are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The pastry f- filling feels almost like an omelet. Mm-hmm. That's very good. If you if you like mushrooms, if you're a mushroom guy, mushroom connoisseur, you'd really <laughs> like this because I mean it is chock full with chopped up mushrooms. So croquettes in Poland. So the croquettes are. I guess it's kind of an ambiguous term that really changes per country. I mean, I'm looking at like however many different varieties and they look like completely different things. Like a, a Dutch croquette, Irish, I- Italian, Hungary, like just all over the place. And then when you get to the States, it's a game. Yeah. And then it goes, in the United States, um, <laughs> usually grandparents have a bag of croquette. <laughs> <laughs> but in, so in Poland, it's a, a thin rolled crepe type pancake. Nice. Nailed it. With meat, mushroom, cabbage, 
sauerkraut, or some combinations of those ingredients. And then lightly pan fried. And this is this seems like it's a little breaded and mm-hmm. fried, yeah. which is fantastic. Oh, yep, breadcrumbs to, uh, covered before frying. And it's served sometimes with a clear soup, similar to borscht. Mm-hmm. So it's called, I'm, I'm going to get this wrong, B-A-R-S-Z-C-Z. Bars. <laughs> Did I do it? I think so. Shake your head. Spot on. Just, no, no, don't. I can't, I can't have you validating me this episode <laughs> because the owner of Eva's might be listening. And um, we just, I'm just really sorry like that, that I just butchered that word. But here we go. These are amazing. Very good. It's got little bits of chopped onion in there. There's a little bit of green. Could be spinach, maybe. I'm not sure. It's very small chopped greens. And then just a lot of mushroom. Very good. Pairs well with the, is it basically like cream mushroom soup? Kind of feels, kind of tastes very similar to that. The uh, the sauce, mm-hmm. yeah, it's got a similar, almost like a yeah, like a, or like a mushroom gravy sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, mushroom yeah. gravy. Uh huh. Well, let's keep going. Let's keep going because that was delicious. Um, I think yeah, I think we're going in the right order. So we have one more sort of entree. I mean, look at this bad boy. Hmm. Ooh, doggy. I see little pierogies. See pickles. Uh, are those pierogies? I don't potatoes. Think so. Okay, so it's so it's a beef stew with potato dumplings. Mm. So it's called kopitka. Kopitka. All right. Uh, so that's kopitka. Those are the dumplings. And then, oh, how to say <laughs> goulash. That's not goulash, is it? It's goulash. Okay. Those are the things you put on your shoes when it's raining out. Those are, what are those called? Goulashes. Galoshes. <laughs> it's not goulash. <laughs> okay. So what we've got is goulash and kopitka, which is... Oh, man, let's just get it. It looks really, really good. Right, 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 right. Some pickles. I see some more sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into this. There's such a dynamic that people don't really get to see where Justin and I are kind of spooning things made for... <laughs> Not spooning. Well... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so which one is the galoshes? The goulash? The, the goulash is the beef with the... Oh, uh, the beef. With, with, the, with the sauce, yeah. That just falls right apart. Mm-hmm. That's how you know. It definitely has that like stewed beef. Like you bite and it just like falls into shreds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, goulash just means beef stew. Mm. And they actually have in parentheses, it just says goulash. Beef stew, in parentheses, goulash. That's, so, where I'm at. That's where I'm at in life. I'm just kind of getting stuck on the tough words. They want to make sure and, you know and, it's not a rain slipper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. See, sometimes context clues are tough for me. Like two words down from the tough word. Uh, to, to let me know what the tough word actually means. And it's not a rain slipper. It's a good beef stew, and this is just fantastic. Very creamy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the potato dumplings, what do you think about those? Mm. Actually, they're a little sweet, which is kind of nice. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. They almost look like they were made almost like in a, a thin roll or like a rope fashion and then cut like cut in an angle. Right? So is it just potato? Listener. Maybe maybe potato and a little flour to kind of hold it together. I would say maybe a tiny bit of eggs. It's probably got a bit of egg in there. Mm. So the potato dumplings are topped with sautéed onions and butter and served with a side of sauerkraut, and that's what we got. And potato dumplings can be lightly pan-fried, which is what we have, with bacon and onions. And I think that's also what we have. I think we got a little bit of the bacon and onions right there. So on CrunchyCreamySweet.com. Okay. (laughs) Polish potato dumplings. I thought there was our, isn't that our album name, bud? are, Are made with mashed potatoes, flour, and egg. That was right. The goulash, the, the, the beef in it, I mean, it's just, 
Oh, it's just fantastic. Just like beef cubes, just falls right apart. So I was trying to look up what the difference between a potato dumpling mm-hmm. and a pierogi. Because a pierogi can also be filled with potato. Yeah. What did you get, bud? So a dumpling is a ball of dough that is cooked and may have filling. Mm-hmm. While pierogi is a square or crescent-shaped dumpling of unleavened dough. Stuffed with sauerkraut, cheese, mashed potatoes, cabbage, onion, meat, or anything else. But these don't seem like they're filled with anything. To me, it seems like these are just... Like squares of mashed potato, kind of, but no. they've been mixed with... This kind of looks like a banana. No. <laughs> no, I think I think they're literally like kind of... Uh, like all mixed together. Rolled, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just like one contiguous piece, right? Or homogenous. Maybe homogenous is the right word. Right? Would you agree? Mm-hmm. And then it's just fried. That gets it tastes, little... does taste a lot like a firmer version of the f- potato filling of a pierogi, though. And, and a little bit of the egg kind of almost gives it a popover flavor. Mm-hmm. Right? This is just... It's so good. It's hearty, mm-hmm. right? I think I prefer like this potato form versus like mashed potatoes or something like that. This is like the ultimate potato form? Yeah. This is its final form. Mm-hmm. This is the, the final blooming of the potato flower. <laughs> <laughs> but just that, like, it's just got like a light glaze of like a sauce kind of. Mm-hmm. And then it's got like the bacon shreds and stuff on that. Oh. So good. It's good. It's it's salty. It's got good flavor, and then it has like a little hint of sweetness. And I think that's the just the potato itself. It's just a little bit naturally sweet, maybe. I'm gonna try some of the sauerkraut because oh yeah, and the sauerkraut in here has a little bit of a carrot shreds in it. Yep, little carrot. Hmm. This is a very flavorful sauerkraut. I appreciate the sauerkraut. Yeah, sometimes the kraut is just sour. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> <laughs> like some. <laughs> no. We need to take a deep, deep dive into that. It's our new. Who hurt you? It's our new uh, shirt slogan. Buy it now. Sometimes the kraut is just sour. <laughs> yeah. I think the German population might not like that. <laughs> Shout out to our German listeners. We're Bye. sorry. <laughs> Bye. No, really, we're shouting out to you. Please come back. So sauerkraut is finely cut raw cabbage that has been fermented by various lactic acid bacteria. Mm-hmm. Has a long shelf life and a distinctive sour flavor, both of which result from the lactic acid formed when the bacteria ferments the sugars in the cabbage leaves. So, how would you get different flavored sauerkrauts if it's basically just fermented cabbage? Maybe something after you're kind of like seasoning it a little bit after it becomes sauerkraut. Different types of cabbage too. It's true, right? Are there lots of different types of cabbage, bro? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. But but back to the uh, the sour is just the cabbage is just sour. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, there's lots of flavor in this, and I can see kind of like specks of I don't know. Like I mean, it's got more than just sauerkraut in here. Like we said, there's a little bit of greens and there's some carrots, and it has like some good flavor. Sometimes when you buy sauerkraut from the grocery store, you're just getting like a full on just sour flavor. And you were saying earlier, you're not a huge fan of sauerkraut. And you were saying this has a lot more flavor. And I yeah. think that's what I meant is this is <laughs> this is a lot more flavorful than like like a really strong, sour, just sauerkraut. <laughs> Justin just took a bite of food like right after that. And I knew I knew in his head you were just thinking like, well, that's that. <laughs> See, <laughs> that was a fine explanation. <laughs> This is all very, very good. This is all hearty. Very hearty, I would say. I don't think a single thing that we've had so far has been what I would consider to be like a light dish. Anytime you're eating potatoes, I think, it kind of like sits heavy in your stomach. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. It's a very filling thing. It's very good, though. Mm-hmm. So, if, I mean, truly, if you want to go and get your eat on and, like, fill up, this is the place to go to. Go get some Polish food. From Eva's European Sweets. Let me try that again. Come on in. <laughs> no, let's just stick with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there is another, we've got a couple more things to have. Wow. So do you want to take a break and we can go from Eva's European savory. Come on in. Right, right, right. Yeah. To Eva's European sweets. Now that you're here, I have dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you leaving? We have a full case of dessert options. <laughs> right. So that's It's in the title. <laughs> <laughs> so... Why don't we take a break and we come when we come back? I swear we'll be sweeter. Yeah. So please, we will sweeten from the sauerkraut. So please stay with us. Shout out to everyone that's leaving right now. Please, <laughs> please come back. <laughs> See you in a bit. See you in a bit. Bye. What's new turkey neck? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, we're back. Hey, we're back. Cool. What's new turkey neck? Justin has two vacuum sealed smoked turkey necks in his <laughs> fridge. Yep. Taking up space. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right next I was, to. <laughs> I was at the good old grocery store and I saw <laughs> when you see two turkey necks for $2, you uh you don't pass that up. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't really know what to use turkey necks for. Yeah, but it was cheap, and I'm like, ah. Oh. You know, I was feeling adventurous, so I bought the turkey necks, brought them home, What's wrong with you? and uh, found out turkey necks are mainly used to make broth, like yeah. boiled in water, and so there they sit, vacuum sealed in the fridge, <laughs> right next to the grappa. Uh, I'm gonna give you. So we are getting into the sweets now, correct? Yeah, we're getting into the Eva sweets. So to um, pair alongside the sweets, we poured ourselves a little bit of vodka. Yeah, just a. T- just a tense cold vodka from the freezer. Oh, and it's not fast. Polish standard. It is Russian standard. So cheers, Lev, brother. That is so good cold. Mm-hmm. These look great. So these look like uh, blueberry pierogies? These are blueberry pierogies. Wow. I was and... kind of making a joke, but... What do you mean making a joke? There? I mean, there's a clearly blueberries just like right on the side there. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so what are you scooping on you here? Talk, you talk to Brian like later today, be like, Hey, I made the blueberry pierogi joke again. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was finally in the right context. <laughs> yeah, never knew when that would land well. Uh, today was the day, Brian. <laughs> uh, so these are these are blueberry pierogies. Is this whipped cream? It's very foamy and like sudsy. Well, yeah, because it was like whipped like a little bit ago, right? You know. <laughs> so these are blueberry pierogies topped with butter, sugar, whipped cream, and fresh blueberries. Let's try this. So these hitting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh, butter and blueberries. That's that's the way to go. And these blueberries. Blueberries are so good. Mm-hmm. I wonder... So a pierogi looks very much like a dumpling. So the dumplings I've made with Wayne, uh-huh. these look pretty much exactly the same, and I can see how they're folded and sealed along mm-hmm. the edge. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be really hard to fold a pierogi or a dumpling with blueberries inside. You think it's, like, too rigid? Yeah, and, like, they're, like... They're either, like, falling out... Mm-hmm. Or you're squishing them. So Justin just cut out a big chunk of time right there. I know that because we just sat there and crushed them in silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, those were delicious. <laughs> mm. And these blueberries are good. The blueberries are good. What, good, uh, good blueberries for being uh, March. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Did you try your cold vodka yet? Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good vodka. I need to keep vodka in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Strong. You just made a very cartoony uh, reaction. And it was like right at the same time that like the heater thing was going off. Mm-hmm. Justin's got a thing in his, uh, like a heater noise. I don't, I don't know what kind of heating system you guys have around here. Water baseboards. Mm, okay. So it's like, and Justin just kind of made like a, I and don't a, know, kind of like a coyote. I think like ghosts are the ones that like run it through the walls. So that's why you hear all those weird sounds. They're like cranking pipes and old gears. The, the ghosts are doing that yeah. in this place that was built maybe in the 80s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many people died here before they had a fully functioning heat system? <laughs> It wasn't working at first until the ghosts came. Yeah, like the people before, like had a had the landlord. And they're like, "It's Syracuse. Like we need heat in here." And the landlord's like, "Why don't you die or something?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think that's how history was told. <laughs> so I want to say our last our last dish. That we have here, I mean, looks incredible. It looks like it. It came in a like a prom night when you open up the uh, corsage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does. I think I would if I was a girl, I'd rather get this than a corsage. Yeah, and if you were not a good eater in terms of like sloppiness or not, you could also wear this. <laughs> <laughs> you could wear both. Because yeah. why choose? If you don't use silverware, you can wear this to the, the prom. The choosiest of prom goers wear their <laughs> raspberry pie. So this is a raspberry pie. And I got to say the, the floral design that's on the top. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. It looks really, really good. Big raspberries, a little bit of mint. Is it mint? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's little hearts on here. Mm-hmm. Oh, pie hearts. Mm. This is fantastic. That's probably my favorite part of this entire thing. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I took a bite, that filling is like... Incredible. Yeah, it's like you just took a bunch of fruit off the vine, mm-hmm. just mushed it up. And these these raspberries are, I mean, these are like very ripe. You know, not overripe, obviously, but like like there's not like one tart raspberry mm-hmm. here. And like mm-hmm. the last one? If there was like a pie tree like, and you could pluck pies from it, this would be like fresh off the vine. Yeah, I have like literally no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, that's I'm a all tired. I told Andy that before he came. I was very tired, so maybe my analogies are getting a little lost. I love them. <laughs> I just don't understand them as all. Well. <laughs> this filling is possibly the best raspberry filling I have ever had in my life. <laughs> it absolutely is. Fresh from the vine. No, that's not. <laughs> you know, because raspberries aren't on a vine, right? <laughs> <laughs> but pie trees... Uh, yeah. Oh man, this is the best. It's just full of the um like the little bits of raspberry seed, you know? Yep. And then the crust. Crust is good. The crust is very good. It's the ten- <laughs> it's thin. It's like a thin pie crust, but mm-hmm. very it's a very I wouldn't even call it a crust. It's more like a shell. Like a little bit of like a pastry shell. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Come for the Polish food. Stay for this. <laughs> You know, like this was just, I'm trying to savor it. I'm like trying to pace myself. <laughs> I could probably eat an entire entire pie of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so worth it. So there's a movie called A Ghost Story. Such a good movie. And uh, there's a little bit of a spoiler alert. So if you really want to watch that movie, skip for the They were dead the whole seconds. time. <laughs> <laughs> what? But there's a scene where she eats an entire pie. Okay. 
<laughs> just reminded me because you said <laughs> that's like a, the spoiler alert is that like a the the apex of the movie no but it's like a it's a crazy scene she's really sad and she get she picks up a pie that someone gave her uh-huh. she sits down it's just like a single shot like the, the camera doesn't move it's really and it's like a six to ten minute spot of her just eating she eats the entire pie <laughs> why is that part of the movie <laughs> Is that to kind of just like really like sink in on a happy moment or a rock bottom moment or it's rock bottom? Okay, because it really could go either or depending mm-hmm. on lighting and music. <laughs> no music. No music the entire time. You just have to hear her chewing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know people that'd be very, <laughs> very into very that. Inver- no, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know those people, but I know people that wouldn't like that. Mm. But yeah, it's a good movie if you're interested in watching Casey Affleck walk around in a bed sheet for ninety minutes. Is that Ben Affleck's? Wife or something? Or? Brother. Casey. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a girl's name, too. You don't know who Casey Affleck is? Is it a girl? No. Oh, I'm sorry. A woman. Brother. Is that the movie that she was in, or? <laughs> I have no idea who Casey Affleck is. You you will if you look up a picture. Okay. Oh, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I don't know who this is. Vodka paired with uh, cherry pie? Yum. Nope. Raspberry pie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Vodka you like- paired with raspberry pie, <laughs> yum. <laughs> that actually does pair okay. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, brings out a, like a slight sweetness in the vodka. Mm-hmm. I think Russian Standard does have a, its own sweetness, though. I like yeah. Russian Standard. Yeah, it's very good. So, what was your favorite part, Justin? Well, I think we should split it up between between savory and, and savories. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. The savories, uh, definitely. Hunter stew. I knew you were going to say that. Was that was so good. Mm-hmm. It just uh, changed my mind about stews. And <laughs> like everything, all the mixtures of flavors in that were delicious. All the meat was just outstanding. And then, you know, you have all your sauerkraut and other flavors in there. It's, oh, no, that was really, really good. But those, man, those uh, potato dumplings also. Like that's yeah. the way to have potatoes. I got to say, so I've had Hunter stew before. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had Hunter stew at Eva's? I have not. I've never had Hunter Stewart Evas before before today, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious. I wonder if so the concept of Hunter Stew is you're kind of like adding stuff every day and the stew is continuing to go. If you were out Well that's that not was, like a restaurant, but like on a homestead or whatever. You kinda of like have your stuff and the you're kinda of like had this pot of whatever you're either killing or growing, you know. <laughs> and uh, so I wonder if Ava's has the same concept, and so, like, the hunter stew is always kind of different based on what's going on in the pot, or if they just, like, make it every day. I think when you're in the restaurant capacity, Mm -hmm. I think you probably have a recipe that you've perfected, Mm -hmm. you've done really well, like, obviously she has, and I think that's what you're probably sticking with. Yeah. I probably don't think that Ava's, like, going to, like, Wegmans and being like, well, what do we have here, you know? (laughs) I think she knows, like, what she wants. (laughs) No, but... So I'm, when you, you said you've had Hunter Stew before, mm-hmm. if you had it from a home, I wonder if it's very different because it just depends on what people are putting in the stew that day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I think I think there's enough ingredients in there and I think there's enough laxity in terms mm-hmm. of the, the recipe that I think it probably does depend a little bit on what you have available. Yeah. I think probably the goal is to get as many things as you can, yeah. right? I mean, the concept of Hunter Stew is very, very open. You know what I mean? Uh, to like, yeah, it's yeah not relatively like, so, yeah. All the recipes are very similar. It's not like a recipe thing. You know what I mean? Like, they have a lot of common ingredients. I, I but... think um, some of the most important ingredients, in my 
very humble, non-Polish, non-food history background would probably be, it's got to have cabbage in there. Yeah. It's got to have some sort of meat in there. Mm-hmm. It's got to have a tomato base. Yeah. I think a lot of it else is up for... Exactly. So I think if you've had hunter stew before, uh-huh. and maybe you didn't like it, or mm-hmm. you loved it, either or, having hunter stew somewhere else, or someone's homemade hunter stew, I think it's all going to be experience. very... Yeah, it's yeah. going to be very different. There's, there's definitely some play, probably... Yeah. There's absolutely got to be some play from restaurant to restaurant. I would say that's probably true for a lot of stews and soups, though, mm-hmm. right? So try it. I mean, try her hunter stew. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It is. It's good. And hearty. And while it's sunny out today, it's it's still only, I mean, it's still 32, you know? I did walk in here in flip-flops, and don't judge me, but it's central New York. I can kind of be, like, trashy like that. <laughs> when I lived in Virginia, there was a guy that wore shorts and flip-flops all year. He was shoveling his driveway. I mean, the little snow that we got in Virginia. Mm-hmm. But he'd go out and shovel in flip-flops and shorts. Just as a... Would he wear like a sweatshirt? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was just kind of an airflow guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He wanted to vent. Maybe. So I would say that probably my favorite dish was the goulash and especially the um, dumplings with um, with the bacon and sautéed onions oh, on it. yeah. And butter sauce. Mm. I think... I mean... <laughs> I mean, just just like the stewed beef cubes. I mean, just incredible. Anytime we eat a dish, yeah, that has butter I as like a covering gravitate. or like as a main ingredient, I kind of gravitate. Yeah, that, huh? it's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was born south of the Mason Dixon line. Yeah. Just don't kind of. You're like, what is this? It doesn't have butter in it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Kellen made a very um. She made a very authentic, well, relatively authentic um. Indian cuisine last night, mm-hmm. and she was putting clarified butter on, which is called, I don't know, I think it's called ghee, G-H-E-E. Hmm. I feel like we need someone more cultural on the podcast. Yeah. You know, we we're just, it's just kind of us. Sad. We're just kind of stuck <laughs> with us. <laughs> um, but but whatever, it was, it was clarified butter. What it makes was, it clarified butter? It was clearer. Mm. Just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that I was pretty clear when I said that. <laughs> Um, How do you clarify butter, though? How did Kaylin clarify butter? Because you don't buy clarified butter, do you? She sure did. She bought clarified butter. Yeah. I mean, you know, I... Is the flavor different? Uh, it's it's a little more clear, you know? The flavor's clear? Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the difference? Why why would you use clarified butter it's, over... It's definitely thinner, you know? It's just more oily you rather than like... it's like, like less uh, fatty? Like I would, better for you? I don't know, and I don't think so. Was it salted clarified butter? It was unsalted. Mm, that's the way to go. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, anyway, but yeah, I, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. As, and, and it also happened to have a bunch of butter on it. But Nice. Wow, big story there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say, yeah, my favorite, long story short, my favorite was the goulash and the potato dumplings, a.k.a. So that whole, that whole story was. I Kay- like butter. Kaylin made dinner last night and used butter. Um, <laughs> let me just kind of let's just look back on that yes uh, this is kind of where we're at yeah. so, so i did like the goulash and the kapitka mm-hmm. let's move on to the sweets like what was your favorite I mean, we both are gonna say the raspberry pie well don't don't put words in my mouth <laughs> but, but yes the raspberry pie completely but that, that has nothing no knocks on the blueberry dumplings it's just those yeah. are delicious right yes but- Man. But if if you just like if you see Eva's European sweets and you just like walk in and you're already you're already like full from whatever you're eating because for some reason for some bad reason you weren't eating at Eva's European sweets and you just want to sit down 
or say you're having a crappy day and you want to go in and just sit down and eat an amazing slice of pie, just do that. Mm -hmm. And tell them Andy and Justin sent you and they'll say, who? (laughs) Maybe they'll maybe. Or if you're shooting a film and you have to eat a whole pie for a scene, (laughs) make sure it's Eva's European Sweets. I will not have it. No, okay. (laughs) Man, they're going to have so many theme songs. So yeah, I was... uh, I had an exciting night two nights ago. What happened? One in the morning, I was like woken up to uh, someone trying to kick down my neighbor's door. So that was fun. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> like, like right here or across the way? Or it was so loud, I couldn't really tell. I was kind of like spying out the peephole. I think it yeah. was my next door, direct next door neighbor. Did the cops come? I think someone called the cops. Are we? Should we be a little quieter about it when we talk about <laughs> it? I don't know. But uh, very uh, disgruntled person. Wow. Yeah. They weren't successful, I guess. No. Wow. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. I would have like had at least a slingshot on hand. Yeah, well, I was like, I got to see what's going on. Do I have to like protect myself? What's going on out here? Yeah. So what what would snack down self-defense look like? Because I would see you taking... My very sharp knife. Your very sharp knife <laughs> and your pizza pan, like your pizza, you know, wood or whatever. What's that called? I'll cut you up into triangles. Yeah. Now, paddle you on the bottom with my pizza thing that I actually don't use for pizza, really. It's just a cutting board. But it's for pizza specifically. Well, I take pizza out of the oven with it. I mean, that's what it's... It's like a pizza spatula. That's what I use it for. Well, that's not what it's called, but... A patula. That's also what it... That's not what it's called. (laughs) I don't think Italians are just calling things patulas. (laughs) (laughs) Pizza, wood, board, wooden paddle. It's called a paddle. Nope. It's called a pizza peel. Pizza peel? A peel is a shovel-like tool used by bakers to slide loaves of bread, pizza, pastries, and other baked goods into and out of an oven. Hmm. It's usually made of wood with a flat carrying surface, like a shovelless blade, for holding the baked goods and a handle extending from one side of that surface. So it is to get the pizza out of the oven. And for putting in the pizza. So I'm using it correctly. Yeah, but not as a cutting board all the time. No. That's what I use it for mostly. And not maybe as a self-defense tool, though. Yeah. Although I feel like a smaller surface area is better. It's so wide, it's like, it evens out the pain. You know what I mean? Like, if you got spanked with a pizza paddle, it wouldn't hurt as much as, like, a, right. a small spoon. Uh, probably equal. Really? Well, okay. So, I think you'd have to have, because you've had the, you'd have to have, like, the same length of the handle, right? So, you'd essentially have to, like, duct tape the spoon to the same length as a pizza paddle, like, where you're going to impact someone. Why? So, you can, like, wind up more with a pizza paddle? No, so you can wind up more with a spoon. Oh. If you think about, like, a spoon's going to travel faster if it's on the end of a stick, right? So, but I'm saying the spoon would hurt more than the pizza paddle. I, th- I think if you extended it, I think you're right. If you didn't extend it, I think you're also right. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. No, that second part, I think you're wrong. Just kind of getting too agreeable here with all this amazing raspberry <sighs> pie in my uh, whatever the Polish word is for stomach. Should we look it up? Yes. <laughs> People aren't going to want to hear that. <laughs> so, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Not a lot, man. Just yeah. uh, climbing a little bit. You know, I know it's kind of boring for everyone to hear, but that's kind of what's getting me through right now. You know? Yeah. The weather's getting a little bit nicer. It's kind of creeping I'm, in. I'm going to go out this weekend climbing. Yeah. Are you into climbing trees? Like, I used to give be. the same? I mean, I appreciate it. I appreciate climbing if trees. If you have lots of trees, you can just go out and climb trees. I feel like if you're climbing trees, 
depending on the tree, you can kind of damage the root, or not the roots, but the bark. You know? Yeah, I guess. It has to be like a pretty strong, tough, hardy tree. Mm-hmm. We went on a hike. Yeah, we went on a hike uh, on your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. At a great bear. It was great. It was. <laughs> it was, yeah. It's, uh, and, and we kind of went, when we went, it was like super slushy and. It was super nice out, though. Super and, nice uh, out. It's going to be that way this weekend, man. I'm going to climb without a And shirt. we went out to the old redwood tree, the red oak tree. Oh, yeah, it is red oak. They need to label that tree because you get back to like the sign, you kind of forget about it. Yeah. Right? I already forgot about what it was. But if I was like looking at it, because I was like, yeah, it looks like a pretty cool maple. And you're like, I don't know if that's a maple. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just, just, um, just trying to get ready for nicer weather. It's been super muddy, obviously, springtime. But I, I don't, I'm not disappointed that I'm seeing grass. For the first time in yeah. a while. So. It's funny. I was talking to my friends just yesterday. And we were talking about, you know, they want to move south because they hate the winters in New York and all that. And then I was telling them, you know, we were talking about the pros and cons of going south. And I was like, well, the nice thing about living up north is there's not a lot of, like, poisonous, deadly insects and snakes and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, that's the okay. nice thing about north. There are. But, but okay. it's just funny because we were talking, you know, and a lot of people hate the winters of New York. Then when you, like, dig into it, mm-hmm. it's really... Like the cloudiness of Syracuse. Because if we had more sunny it winters, because I was asking him, like, do you think it's actually the snow and the cold? Or is it the, the fact that we have no sun? And then we all came to the conclusion that if we had just sunnier winters, yeah, but, it wouldn't be as bad. But moving on average 120 inches of snow off of your driveway or just like the logistics of it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of annoying, right? It's I guess, good. I mean, someone's, I, I live in an apartment, so it's plowed for me. <sighs> But yeah, I mean, I, I one of the reasons I would love to move to California is just because of the 300 plus days of sun. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like in the wintertime, when you're warm inside, if the sun is like streaming through the window, even if it's cold outside, it still feels, I don't know, you're just like happier because mm-hmm. of the sun. So I think it's not the New York winter I hate as much as the cloudiness of Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. <sighs> but I think... the biggest point is that even though we're living in syracuse and living in a place where we're like man i don't know man i don't know it's got to be sunnier we're also living in a place that has a strong irish german polish background Mm -hmm. like in terms of like communities yeah and and now um actually uh you also have a big italian i'm sorry yes did i I forget italian Mm -hmm. (laughs) whoopsie doodle (laughs) handlebar todd's probably just like rolling in his not grave because he's not dead sort of thing you know he's just rolling right now rolling in a an uncovered hole wow (laughs) um but uh but yeah so i mean i i I think we're lucky to have this these sort of cultures and and be able to and i syracuse for those of you that don't know is a sanctuary city and so we get a lot of you know we get a lot of people from all over the place and, and we have and, a big Somalian community, mm-hmm. and I don't know, yeah. just it's like a really big melting pot of different cultures, which is kind of cool. Yeah, which is it is cool because you know sometimes you get a lot of cities where I mean, like I said, like German, Irish, Italian, Polish. Did I already say Italian? Good. Yeah. Did I say German and Polish as mm-hmm. well? Okay, good. I think I covered very short memory on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, sometimes like that's where it ends, right? In terms of immigration. Um, but yeah, we are lucky to have like a lot of new. And a lot of new new cultures coming in. So, so here's a question: with your short memory, mm-hmm. so your memory is kind of not that great. Why? It's so bad. <laughs> if you were in a Groundhog Day situation, would yeah. you even know it? Yeah, I probably would. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad though. 
<laughs> Can you imagine? Like how many how many cycles would it take me? You know? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it only took Bill Murray like the second day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I think they're, he noticed by like the radio, like the radio mm-hmm. announcers. They're like run, they're like running through the um the experiment on me, and they're like. Holy shit, he's on like day 35. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> he hasn't noticed. The only thing he's noticed is that it's still winter and he can't climb. He hasn't <laughs> yeah. noticed this that is... his wife and kids have said the exact same thing every yeah. day. <laughs> he hasn't noticed that his kids are 18 and 22, you know, or not, and 20 respectively. So, But that would mean time was kept going. What? Well, time would have kept going, right? Like, if we're talking about a realistic experiment, <laughs> right? If if you're stuck in a Groundhog's Day situation, no one's is aging though, correct? Are they? Depends on. I mean, depends on how long, right? I'm not. I'm. T- I'm talking about like psychologists maybe unethically executing something like that in a real world situation. Right? So you're talking like a Truman Show situation where everyone exactly. is in on it and they're replaying yeah. the same. I'm not day. talking about a magical thing. I was talking about a magical loophole. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. I mean, like that's right. But what I age because I would have been experiencing every sort of thing, right? If I no, because if you if you die, like Bill mm-hmm. Murray kept trying to kill himself, uh-huh. and then the day would restart again. But so his memories persisted. Die. Yeah, but that would mean you would eventually die of old age, which you couldn't do in a groundhog situation. Okay, so say he kept going for the infinite loop, mm-hmm. right? And he kept having to add things to his brain. That's not just happening in a zero time situation. He's retaining these memories, and the brain has a finite amount of space. But he's he's only retaining a very small amount of new information. Because well, you only, tell me. He's only changing what he's doing. The rest of the world is the same memory. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> but he, he has the capacity to change a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. He has the capacity to, like, fly across at least the, the, the country, right? And do, like, just do anything, right, within the course of a day. I mean, he can make a lot of brand new memories. It's true. And really doesn't have to, and that's kind of cool. He doesn't have to like save up for retirement. But I think in this magical scenario, your brain is lasting forever because it's a magical scenario. So do you think he has a magical brain at that point? I think it's just preserved. With an infinite amount of storage? Preserved in the loop because each day the brain regenerates. That's not true. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) Well... (laughs) If you're uh, stuck in an infinite Groundhog's Day situation, make sure that part of that Groundhog's Day situation is going to Ava's. It's March, going, man. Going, it's March. To, going to Eva's Sweet Treats. Nice. That's not what it's called at all. Eva's nope. European Sweets. Yes. Because then Try you can again. have it on an infinite loop for all eternity. Try that again, maybe, if you want. <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so check out Eva's. I mean, really... If you're feeling adventurous, Allison really hooked us up and she was just like, oh, you should try this, this, and this, mm-hmm. you know? If, if you don't know much about Polish cuisine, just kind of cast your fate into the wind. And I know a lot of people, you might think that a lot of people get annoyed when they're like, what do you recommend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're like, well, when I've got five minutes when people aren't calling on me for another water, you know, like I kind of like shove a bunch of fresh fri- French fries like down my throat, you know? I mean, that might be like the, I don't, I don't really know. I've never been like Lost a waiter. Lost in the French fries thing, I don't know. I'm talking about like like what would like a waiter, oh. waiter you know, like what would they recommend? So, But yeah, I, I think one thing we've learned from trying different cultures of food is uh, if you don't know what to get, you should just ask. And and be be very clear. Like what you're looking for. Like, oh, I want some classics, but I'm not big on spice. And yeah. uh, they'll just be able to direct you 
I think, the best than like closing your eyes and pointing at the menu because, mm-hmm. you know. And it's a fine line. It's a fine line, I don't know, to, to not annoy a server mm-hmm. or, or, you know, a waiter or waitress. But Allison seemed really cool about it. Yeah. She's like, great. Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah, thank you again, Allison. I mean, and Eva was just like, she was running around doing her thing, you know, just interacting with customers. She seems like a very cool person. Hmm. So, cool. We salute you. Well, cool. yeah. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find this episode and others like it on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown and get early day releases, and there's a couple extra little mini-sodes on there. And you can give us a call and leave us a message at 315-313-5456. So uh, thanks again, Evas. And thanks for all our listeners and our Patreon supporters. And, uh, yeah. Jinquia Chi, Eva and Allison. Thank you very much, and have a good snacker day. I don't know. I really don't remember the baseline. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. It's like song. Bye. Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh. Yeah, cut that out, right? Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>